tell me why it's difficult to have people in my space, have to share things with people. I was in Arusha last week and let me tell you, having four days, I had to see the same old, same old faces. I was sleeping, waking up the next day, it's the same people. Good Lord, I was struggling. Like, <laughs> we're gonna escape, we're gonna come out, mama. Yeah, that's what I went through. And not that I'm complaining, but I think it's like the facts of being an only child. Because I was feeling really, really suffocated. By the time I was coming back home, I was so jailed. To be honest, I was so jailed. I didn't even feel like I needed to see people again. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to see people for like a certain kind of time. And this is not even like the introvert, introvert part of me talking. No, I even doubt I'd be having introvert traits. Or even if I do, it's like 5%. 10% is even a lot. So like this is the only child of the only child side of me talking because I'm used to having my own things. I'm used to not sharing. I'm used to having my own space. If I get to share space most of the times it's like with my mom or with my cousins and still like that it's suffocating at the same time. I just want things to myself. If it's mine, let it be mine. Please don't share with me. Please don't come here and cross the line of now we have to start sharing. No, so it was like a struggle. I was sharing a room with someone. Of course, I had no choice. Like, what would I do? But hey, you wake up, the same face. You get to the bus, the same faces. You go wherever you're going, it's the same old, same old faces. Four consecutive days. Ay, ay, ay. I was struggling. <laughs> Honestly, I was. But it was a good one. It was a good one. I'm not complaining. And Arusha was good. I came back to Kenya. And by Saturday, because Saturday was the time, was, was the day I left the house after coming back. And I felt like, no, no, I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah, but like now I wanted to go back to Arusha. Arusha is so free, is so not congested. Nairobi is congested. Nairobi is very, very congested. You see the way you'll just walk in town, live alone even town, just anywhere around. And if you get to stand there for more than three seconds, somebody will pass by hitting you. Like, you need to move you on the way, you know. But in Arusha, you'll stand a whole group on the way. And maybe after, like, one minute, you'll hear Samahani, Amani Pishe, or something like that. Not even somebody hitting you. I'm a pass somebody will just look for another path to walk instead of even telling you, excuse me. Like, that's how nice they were. I was very shocked when cars had to stop for us it's not even a zebra crossing mind you but cars were like stopping so you guys can cross the road even matatus even boda bodas uku they will not even hoot for you or anything they'll just hit you Please, if you ever hear me in Arusha, working in Arusha, or I moved to Arusha, or Tanzania, like in general, don't be surprised. 
I would I would love to live there, a pl- a peaceful place where everyone is like ah, mosmos pole pole too, no hurry, nothing, just at your own pace, you know. So it was actually kind of fun, like besides going there to study, but now at the same time, respectfully, the the country is boring. Yeah, there's nothing very fancy or it's not like I explored the whole country anyway. I was just in Arusha. But like where I went, where we were, the country is boring. Like that place is boring because I felt like it was still the same old, same old things I would find in Nairobi. I really didn't get a souvenir. The only souvenir I carried, honestly, is I have two, 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 two hundred coins like two of them and soap i stole from the hotel actually that's not even stealing i was paying for them you know so and the only reason i took them it's because it was written that tanzania so i was like okay okay i'm picking you come on babies let's go <laughs> yeah so that's the only reason and anything else no like the things i i, I bought were basic things that i would still find in nairobi and I just bought them, maybe because I would get them at a cheaper price there than in Nairobi, or because I just felt the need to buy them, because I would procrastinate if I got to Nairobi. Like, I bought myself a pair of sandals. <laughs> My first pair of sandals. I'm not a sandals kind of person, or open shoes kind of person, honestly. I'm, I think I'm just used to working with sneakers. My Most of the times, the most I could do is wearing doll shoes yeah it's that intense so my first pair was sandals i was proud of myself and i was like if i do not buy this in in tanzania because i knew i would wear them they would be very useful in tanzania and also in traveling so i was like if i don't buy this here i will not even buy them i will not buy them in nairobi unless i buy them after i don't know after three years even or maybe next year is the best I could do. So that's why I bought things like those. But the rest was food. Honestly, me, I was just there for the food. Because it's like telling me, I'm, I'm in course, then you tell me, spend on, or buy yourself a burger, or buy yourself a pizza. A, a pizza. <laughs> no, baby, I want the Swahili kinds of foods. I want seafood. Something that I am there for a reason. Because what's the need of going to a place where they have different kinds of meals from you guys, then you still eat the same old, same old meals you're used to. What was the point? So yeah, the food was everything. The food was better. Like, you know, some kinds of specific kinds of foods was better there, of course, because it's like eating pilau in coast. Definitely, it's going to be nice. So the pilau was mm, not bad. But I would rate the costo pilau better than theirs. But Arusha at the same time is not like the coast side of Tanzania. So I was hoping that ah maybe it's because it's like me eating pilau in Nakuru. So maybe the pilau is not as much as the pilau would be in Da. You know, so there was that. But the the beans was nice. The chapatis were nice. Consider the chapatis. The chapatis were nice. 
it's the kind of chapatis, the see me through kind of chapatis, which I would prefer that to eating a blankety kind of chapati, honestly. Let me just be honest. Or a hard kind of chapati, it's like eating biscuits, no? I'd rather eat the see me through ones that is soft and tasty at the same time because the chapatis were tasty. And every other kind of every and other kind of Swahili foods and snacks. Because the Swahilis and the snacks top tire. But yeah, so my trip to Arusha was just splendid. Of course, it wasn't like a hundred, especially the fact that we went to the school. It wasn't a hundred percent good. And Kai, this trip made me realize that my school is giving us the bare minimum. The bare mi actually not even the bare minimum the school is giving us nothing because the bare minimum is supposed to be you can at least pay for our transport so let me just start with that we paid for our hotel accommodation we paid for the transport itself so exactly why i'm saying the school is not even giving us the bare minimum because if it was supposed to be the bare minimum at least they could try and give us the transport and let me tell you, when we left school, not even uh, 100 meters, okay, it was more than 100 meters, 500 meters, okay, not even more than a kilometer. A kilometer is actually a lot. Like before we reached Galeria, because my school is Karibu too with Galeria. So before we even reached Galeria, like petrol was done, gas was done. <laughs> So, like, the car stopped in the middle of the road because gas was over. Okay, clearly, it was on the way to the petrol station to fill up gas. But now, the problem is, before we even got there, the the gas was already over. So, you can imagine how intense it was. The school could not even accommodate for that little bit of gas. Even to at least take us somewhere. Okay, you've refused to pay for the gas to take us until Arusha. At least let the car have a bit of gas before we reach somewhere. But, nah, quite decided you will pay for everything because you want to go. Just pay for yourselves. And I was like, damn. Imagine, and it's a private school. <laughs> No, me telling people I'm in a private university and there we are. They can't even do anything. Honestly, my school doesn't even compensate for anything. Which I'm paying fees. It's not a, like I'm not paying fees. They can't do anything. What's the school? Okay, if I consider my fee where it's going, it's just going to the lecturers teaching me. And maybe for the papers to print the uh, the exams and the cards. And maybe using the... And I'm not really... We don't even use the resources that much. The only resources we use in that school is the classes and the chairs. Which already is paid for. It's not something that is used each and every time. You know, like electricity and water... Okay, does that school even have taps? Ay, ay, ay. I've never seen... 
Okay, taps in the toilet. Okay, yeah, maybe water we use in the toilets and on the taps in the toilets because I've never seen taps outside. The only taps that are, are that are outside are the taps for the COVID protocols. You know, those kind of taps where you have to sanitize and wash your hands before you enter the school or the classrooms. So that's the most the school has given me for the kind of fees I'm paying. Campus is a scam. I have come to the conclusion that campus is a scam. It's just that I need the validation of <laughs> papers. But, well, what do we say? I have no choice. But I have friends in public schools and their public schools are doing better than whatever my school is doing for us. And that's what hurts the most. Because clearly it shows that you can do it. You just don't want to. <laughs> Just here to remind you that if they want to, they will. So, yeah, that's the struggles the school is giving me. And I have no choice. I just want to finish. But it wasn't even about the school. This, this was just about my lovely trip to Arusha. And honestly, it wasn't so much. I think what mattered what was how how you how you made the kind of memories you made from that or how you what you did there because i might be there and if you were to say on a scale of one to ten how i enjoyed and how someone else enjoyed i might say a ten or an eight then someone else says a ten then another person says a three so it's it all depends with you as a person with how you made it work for you but if i was to rate arusha as a country i don't want to rate arusha as a country as a city, maybe I'll rate it as a city because I can't rate Tanzania as a country. Like, I've, I haven't been to Tanzania that much. I haven't been to a lot of cities in Tanzania to start rating it. But, like, if I was to rate Arusha on a scale of 1 to 10, I think I would say a 6. And the reason it gets a 6 is because it's already something I'm used to. So, there's nothing really fancy I feel like if Nairobians were in Arusha, there would have been it would have been a better Arusha, honestly. But using the currency is something else. I'm eating a meal, a simple meal, and I'm told I need to pay two thousand bob. And it's um okay, like the currency is low, obviously. One bob is eighteen bob there. Yep. So ten thousand is around five hundred bob there. So you're eating a meal, you're told 3,000 bob or 5,000 bob or you've spent kidogo things and you're told to pay 10,000 bob. So by the time you're loading, oh, that's in Tanzanian shillings. It takes time. And of course, us being us, we used to convert. So somebody tells you, like, this shoe is 20,000 bob. So you have to now start calculating using your calculator. Ah, uh, how much is that? 10,000 divided, 20,000 divided by 18. <laughs> it was a whole struggle. So you have to work with your phone, with the calculator on. So, but I think we used to do that also to just avoid being, 
I don't want to say coined. You know the kind of you see white people and now you have to hack the price to hike the price so they can pay extra because they're white people or because they're tourists. I felt like that was what some of them were doing. So a certain amount they would add like a thousand bob. Okay, that's a hundred bob though. But it depends. For like if it's a meal supposed to be seven a hundred bob then they hike another 100 bob. That's going to be 200 bob. Because I remember there's a place we paid for fries at 200 bob. <laughs> and the fries were not even worth it, honestly, if you ask me. But, well, it's fine. It's the fact that I didn't pay for those fries. So, it's okay. The club paid for that part. But still, like you see. So, I feel like they were also doing that. And I don't know how they used to notice that, that these people are Nairobians. Cause, I mean, it's because we were working in groups. Because we were working... Just randomly in the streets, trying to figure out everything, trying to buy things, you know, very simply, it's not like we were dressed uh, in a different type of way. It's not like we were dressed in like booty shorts or, you know, we were just dressed very simply, sometimes in official even. And you could hear people saying, ah, I'm Nairobi, these are Nairobians, I'm a, these are Kenyans. And I'm like, nigga, not even Kenyans, you're saying we're Nairobians. How did you even know we're from Nairobi? And we were trying to figure that out because definitely our foreheads were not even written there. I'm from Nairobi, I'm from Kenya. No, why are you saying I'm from Kenya and not I'm from Uganda? So everyone used to tell. So you see, it was very easy for like them to hike the prices because they were like, ah. These ones are not from our country. Let's add the price. They're tourists. Mind you, we weren't even tourists. We were there to study. But, well, it's an experience. At least I felt like a tourist in a country. The last time I felt that was, I think, when I was in class 5. Yeah, the last time I was in a foreign country was in class 5. So it's been a while to feel that. And at that time I was a kid. I didn't even really care what was going on. I was just there for the vibes as a kid. I'm just there for the vibes and to enjoy life. I don't even care. I'm trying to tell you I want this. And they're telling me, no, it's a lot of money. Mm, if you don't want to buy me, just say. So yeah, at that time I was a kid. Now, at this age where I have to pay for my own things, I had to now understand. And yeah, these people are hiking the price, you know. So yeah, there was that. Me having fun for the four days in Arusha. And the only struggle I went through, honestly, was that. Having to deal with people for a whole four consecutive days. Aki, for real, honestly, it was a struggle. I don't know why. I felt really suffocated and I couldn't do anything at the same time because I also couldn't say, okay, fine, we are going to spend time with people on the bus, in the conferences, uh, where else? In the hotel. Then fine, I will... After that, if I'm exploring Arusha, I'm going to ex explore Arusha alone without anybody. I couldn't do that because I'm in a foreign country. I've never been to that place. I'm not about to risk getting lost. I'm not about to risk getting, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody, I don't know. I was just not going to risk a lot of things because I also wasn't going to risk getting kidnapped. You never know. So... I just had to work in groups and that also made me realize that working in groups or dealing with groups 
me as a person <laughs> now there is where i have a very different personality from me when there's a group okay i find it difficult to deal with people because this one wants this this other one wants this people want different things and now you're there like are we really going to come into a conclusion guys are we going to do something about this are we is that going to be a mediator or something and of course i'm not going to be the mediator unless it's like a conflict a whole conflict or argument but if it's just something you can decide and think if we're not coming into a conclusion then i'll let's part ways i'll go and do this we're still friends you know like it's nothing deep or anything but now you're just uh quiet looking at everyone wanting to make their own decisions uh, for the group and everyone else wants a different thing from the other that's another struggle and i really realize that dealing with a group for me is difficult if it's more than four four is even a lot but i can compromise for that for, yeah i can compromise for that because it depends with also what kind of people you have but like more than four five and above kai and the fact that it's even girls to top it all up apana that's a struggle that's honestly a struggle and i feel like now this are now the parts of me being an only child because i'm not used to dealing with groups i'm not used to dealing with siblings i'm not used to people in my space or anything so that that, that was the only struggles i went through and as kenyans we went to explore the club on the last day and i just yell like i was saying these people are boring they don't even know how to party we we reached there and it was dead Okay, it wasn't dead. Like people were there, but drinking polite. Somebody is drinking nyags, but like in a polite way, it's like they're drinking smell of ice or cocktails. And I'm like, what's up? Are you guys okay? Is everything alright? You you're fine like that? Okay. Well, that's you. Because me, I'm finna turn up, and that's literally what we did. We turned up like the whole group. Okay. 90% of the people who we went on the trip with we went to the same lounge and damn i have videos and now that's why i made the memories we it reached a point even the dj was like okay he had to put gengeton and other besides like i'm a piano afrobeats which is played in every country Af- african country because it's an african genre they ended up putting gengeton for a while almost like an hour it was just gengeton i think he realized ah kenyans are here and because tanzanians don't want a party let me show these people how it's done and us being us we also show the people how it's done and people are mesmerized i was like kwani you're not used to this you know <laughs> No, it's a fact that they were surprised and they were mesmerized about all of that. And I'm like, hmm, come to our country and we'll show you on Monday. There's nothing like it's Monday, I'm a Wednesday or a Friday or Sunday. Any day is party day, 5 p.m. Even if it's in the morning, it's 5 p.m. somewhere else. So like that's how we did it and we did that thing and it was actually fun. And I have come to the end of this boring episode 
episode number one. I didn't even introduce myself. Hi guys, I'm Connie. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tolerating me. But well, I'm done. Bye.